What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Do me a favor, as always, leave a like in the comment section. Please subscribe to the pod. Um, download on all platforms. Man, hit the website. It's up right now. Um, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. It's, it's all live. Everything for you. Even got a little merch up there for you. If I can find my little quick little picture for you. Got a little merch, a couple things, a couple sample items up there, but it's a full website. Please check it out again, 94feetwithcoachjt.com. Man, I'm hitting you twice today. We had one early episode with Coach uh, Special uh, Jennings from Florida this morning. Um, right back at it. Episode number three, season two. We going in right now. So um, my guest today, he is the founder of New Era Athlete, uh, West Coast recruiter, business developer, um, recruiter, things like that. Um, he's coming to give us some information today. We're going to ask a few questions. We're going to um, hopefully answer some questions, but also he's going to give out information. Um, his name is Clay Mallory, and I just thank you for your time, sir. Thanks for being here. Thanks for connecting with me and making time out of both of our busy schedules because I know you're going, I'm going. Uh, I appreciate you for being on this morning, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for having me, uh, Coach. It's uh, you know, a good platform to be on to kind of just talk about uh, you know the hot topic at hand, which, right. which is NIL, name, image, and likeness for uh, you know all these young athletes out here. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Actually, it's almost yes. We really lose track of time. It's already twelve o'clock right now, so we've been moving on on the West Coast too. Um, but actually, where are you right now? Where are you, are you? You settled down some somewhere today? I know you've been moving lately. Where are you at right now? Yeah, right now I'm back home, um, okay. Peninsula, out here in San Carlos. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be heading out uh, Monday to Arkansas for okay. our uh, NBA pre-draft stuff for um, the agency I work with on the pro side. Nice uh, with One Motive Sports. So um, on that side. Uh, I'm the West Coast recruiter and business development uh, for them. It, uh, it's it's a nice little mix of having, you know, the information that you get on the pro side mm -hmm. and obviously doing with the new era athletes uh, with the NIL side with these young um, high school, college kids that, you know, want to be on that pro side eventually. So you kind of get the best of both worlds um, when it comes to it, you know, um, but, you know, NIL is NIL. We we keep it, you know, as as to the book as possible as far as keeping it you know what it is to be in college and mm -hmm. you know what uh, what those earnings might look like whether on a collective side or you know off the court when you're on your own name image and likeness right so and 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 that's i mean it's the timing of this i guess like i said we've known we've been around for a while man but didn't realize the magnitude of just the advantage of schools uh schools businesses may have off of athletes to this degree at an early age right because i would say any person like I was in that that last area where they had like the old bannons, all them come through after they were like, well, hey, wait, we should be getting paid. And they went back and they retro some college. If your name, if you're like, if you're on a roster at a college a college team, or if they sold the jersey, if you're in a video game, because I was telling some of my guys, I actually still got the games in my thing uh, yeah. on my PlayStation, whatever it was, the NCAA. It doesn't have our name on there, right? But it had the number you were in college, but it had your attributes. Mm -hmm. And so not not knowing that earlier, I was like, that was enough in itself. But no, really, people were buying those video games. So, but in a time now, man, where this is like the new, um, this is the new way. This is where we're going with this. What are like the basic, I would even say like basic concepts behind this actual, like a NIL, people say contract, I'm not sure, or deal. What, how does this really work from like the ground up for somebody who's coming into this, who does that, that area who may be interested in it or may have that potential to actually benefit from it? Give me a little bit of background or just kind of structure on how that works. Man, how much time do we have? Uh, it's all good. We can go for a minute. We're good. Uh, passionate about the topic. Um, like you said, it's, it's not going anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. NIL is here to stay, as you mentioned, you know, the guys before, 
um, kind of paving the way and allowing these kids to make some some money off of their name, image, and likeness. Uh, what, like I said, whether it be through um, collective deals, uh, through you know the they're not associated with the universities. Um, that's kind of where the real money is when these mm-hmm. kids are talking about NIL and off the court stuff. You know, you get these these deals with these social media companies that you know want to post here and there for exchange for you know maybe some some monetary value but for the most part it's kind of swag or you know a product exchange um i think there's a little misconception as far as like every athlete getting paid with nil you know you've got you got the one-offs where you got you know the Bronny james you got the caleb williams you know at usc you know their social media they're you know hundreds of thousands of millions of followers so that that attracts businesses to want to go ahead and you know partner up with them for off the court or off the field value Um, But when it comes to collectives, uh, you know, this NIL world, that's a a big, a big word that you'll probably hear me say, you know, throughout this entire conversation. Mm -hmm. But the NIL collectives are formed from boosters, alumni uh, that are passionate about the school that they either went to or had a kid that went there and just, you know, they've they form that, you know, just passionate, passionate about that university. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, it's we can sit here and say that NIL has kind of been a thing unofficially for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's kind of being brought to light and, you know, it's a legal, it's, it's legal now for kids to go ahead and accept money from, you know, these boosters and alumni mm-hmm. um, to play at that university. Um, my job within it all is, you know, it's to one, you know, that we just got done with the, the basketball portal um, as they call it, the portal combat, you know, where all these crazy, kids- all these kids are entering in for one reason or another. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I've got a couple kids that I help just kind of navigate through. Uh, it's, you know, kind of uh, deciphering which universities or which rosters kind of make the most sense, uh, playing styles. Uh, you know, I have relationships with some of these college coaches just from the pro side, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with dealing with them as their guys come out and transition into the pro side. You know, we're asking questions, you know, we're vetting them for, you know, how is this player, you know, what's what's his deal, what's he looking for? So now you kind of put that on the other side where these high school kids are coming in or the portal kids are coming in and mm-hmm. you're talking about, you know, they're vetting you on like, yo, what's this kid like? Um, what's his game like? Can he help in this situation? Um, so kind of just being that resource for mm-hmm. you know, kids in the portal to go ahead and have someone to lean on just because. You know, as unless you're a parent and you're in this game for real, for real, like you don't know, like you don't know who, you know, might be just kind of blowing smoke just to get you on the roster to create more debt. Is there really playing time there for that kid? You don't know. Um, and, you know, a lot of times, in, you know, I, I'm not sitting here saying I know every single, you know, roster move or how this coach is going to treat this kid. But mm-hmm. I can, I can um, have some background and just, again, be a resource to these kids kind of navigating through that portal. And obviously just, and then the, the collective side comes into play as far as, mm-hmm. you know, now that we have, we got the playing time, we got the roster understood on where I'm fitting in this whole situation, but now there's money attached to it. So it's like, you know, do you go with the collective that offers you more money than the, maybe the mid-major that's offering you more playing time and more of a role? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's a decision for the kid and the family and what, financial situation they're in and what they're looking for um, but I'll always be more pro to 
go to the minutes, go with the opportunity. You know, that's what's going to end up getting you if you're looking to play professionally at that next level. Or be on the floor. Yeah. That's ultimately what's going to go ahead and get you there. Um, the money is, you know, if you're a NBA guy anyways, money's going to come, man. You just kind yeah. of go out there and, and do your thing. And even overseas stuff, too. I mean, on the pro side, we have way more guys mm -hmm. playing overseas at the moment. Um, and there's real money to be made over there. It's a lot more of a process, but you know, it's uh, it's still basketball. You're still playing a game that you love for for money. Yes, what's up? So, how? I mean, as as you know, I mean, it's already a talking uh, business or line of work. But I would you want to think even similar like to coaching styles, coaching players, kids. Each the way you communicate with each person's parent, player. Not going to be the same, I would say, across the board. Every you got to be able to code switch and communicate effectively to each player, parent, and being realizing that some of them might not work out, they might not stay with you. Um, is that a skill or something that you personally have to work on, develop, or you've been doing this for a while now? Where you know, I mean, through exercise, through experience, or is somebody like you may have studied to get better at that yourself? Man, a whole first, a lot of trial and tribulations, uh, <laughs> with that, with that, you know, just understanding. Who you want to work with, you know, mm -hmm. as a as a player, uh, parents, it's they come, you know, in all different shapes and uh, sizes, and you mm -hmm. kind of have to understand. And like you can't, I can't help everybody, you know what I mean. My style mm -hmm. might not be the best for you know Joe Joe over here, but someone else may, you know, what they're looking for as a as representation. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like to your to your question, there's like a coach, like a good coach, like you have to be able to relate to your players in different ways that you know billy might over here might not accept the same you know in your face you know uh style coaching than mm -hmm. you know little joey over here that you know is maybe more reserved and you might have to come out a different way and it's the same way as far as representation on how you kind of communicate and speak with these kids and these parents because i mean the parents have been like they're in the day they're big big parts of his <laughs> lives and then you have to accept that because they are sometimes under 18 and you have to understand that mm. that's what comes with the territory especially in the world, man so and you, I, you i'm glad you brought that up too because i was kind of hit because i but i see kids who are under the age of 18 they still have the opportunity to get these these deals is that correct but they have yeah. to have parents like the guardian it depends depends what state you're in uh it, it goes from state to state. uh there's a couple couple websites out here uh that do a good job on kind of letting you know which state is allowed to do what okay i currently don't have any high schoolers that are signed to me uh i haven't ruled it out either but it's more on that sense i think it's more of just a, a communication and just a conversation that you have and just spreading knowledge because mm -hmm. at the end of the day like i'm not sitting up here saying i know it all with nil because i don't think anyone really does at this point it's very early in the game and from what it was six months ago it's mm -hmm. transcended into what it is now uh so at the end at the end of the day you're you know you're kind of going back and forth and you're you know just kind of playing that game when you're dealing when you're in i would say dealing with the way you are communication with the working with a college athlete let's say um how stressful is it? Like, is it because I'm sure it's not just one person you're 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 communicating with. You want to get a couple athletes, student athletes, on getting successful on board it, but you can't just focus all your effort on one. Is it a is it a pulling both ways type of thing, or you got you kind of go down a list like you got your top priorities and you kind of work your way down? I think being on the pro side and having that background has really helped with with dealing with college kids as well. Um, and I think these college kids 
having being in if you're a prominent athlete and you're whether it be football basketball it's learning the business side as well um as you know what it is to play basketball it was at this now d1 level with this money involved like this is a business so at the end of the day you have to understand like hey if this if i have a kid who's an all-conference player who's got ten thousand followers on instagram or whatever like mm-hmm. There's probably going to be more suitors for that player to go ahead and either get on the court money or collective money. And that's just how the cookie crumbles at the next level as well. So, like, as soon as kids kind of can understand that and that it is a business at that sense, mm-hmm. I think it benefits it benefits them in the long run. Um, as we talked about, like, basketball foot, I mean, basketball and football, yes, I would think of their predominant sports in the NIL deals. Um is it uh, are there other sports that are, are are starting to gain a little traction in that, or is those two at the top because of the massive numbers of like eyes on those sports? Yeah, that has a big thing to do with it. A lot of these, a lot of the you know the baseball, volleyball. Uh, I don't I don't really deal within that realm. I'm not saying I wouldn't, um, but as of right now, the big money makers in the NIL space are basketball and football and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, again, it's the business side. So you've got eyes on those sports that are going to bring in the more most money. Those businesses want to do business with those players that are within those sports. Yeah, I definitely see. And even like in the women's game as well, on, on the, the basketball side, for sure. Um, a couple, I think, t- twins from Fresno State ended up going to Miami. They went out there and just went crazy. They, I'm sure they killed it. When I, but they were they were I mean, a draw. They stopped playing ball because they were like, you got more money. The endorsements, the commercials, or whatever they're doing, but again, it's like okay, well, financial, especially in the, the women's realm, when they know professionally is going to limit certain way, if they can play as a secondary option, they don't have to be their first option. They can make their money that right way, and they get it, you know, which is I think is, is super dope because I mean, you can you get compensated for what you're worth, right, and what you're bringing to the table, or what people are going to benefit from putting your name on these items or these products, right? So I definitely think that's cool. But as we know, right, in the male field, it's everybody, it's not for everybody. Um, how, how do you d- kind of, I guess, if you deal with or cope with a, a player who's trying to kind of, they want to get into it, but they're just not there yet. What is it like that conversation? Like, man, if you know, like, Hey man, we either gotta get a little more following or put a little more work in. I need some more bigger numbers. Or what's that conversation like with some guy you may have that just kind of stuck? I think it's just a real conversation that you have with them. They either accept it or they don't, you know, it's just having false promises out there. And I've, again, I've learned this through trials and, you know, tribulations mm-hmm. doing on the pro side. You know, I'm not looking to have a conversation on that. I'm not looking to promise a kid something and then six months down the line, it doesn't happen. And then we have another conversation about like, hey, you promised me this and this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. I don't. He doesn't have time for that. And this is this is their livelihood if they want to go ahead and be a pro at it. So the more truth and the more honest opinions that they can get is is, I think, beneficial. But at the end of the day, sitting there and promising a kid and having him or her uh, just, you know, sitting there just hoping and wishing and knowing this, thinking this is going to happen. And it doesn't, it's not something that I want to put on my conscience. Um, so I think the best, just the best situation is just to be truthful and honest with these kids and parents. Nice. Uh, we talked about definitely doing the other, your other, you're on the other side, uh, doing some pro stuff too. Um, then you're dealing with adults. So a little, a little different on that aspect too, right? Because some youth, some students, some kids, whatever, maybe a little more open. Conversation is different. They're they're adults in a sense. I mean, they just graduated <laughs> college, and you know, they're as you young know, adults, young adults, yeah, young adults. As young you adults. know, kind of coming back, coming out of the college world into this adult mm-hmm. world. Like I tell these kids and parents, you're 
in the college lingo of things, you're kind of a pledge all over again. You know, you got to mm. you're you're back at square one, square one and you're in this the real world, you know, so there's going to be lessons to be learned. But yes, young adults will go with that. Dealing with young adults in that in that realm. Uh, now, navigating the space for them, is it more directive? Like, I mean, as, everything is what's best for your future. But now also it's kind of like just is it opportunity based as far as where what they choose to do like so, i mean certain companies they choose to go with or certain things because i would think for certain people too though that should be a best fit too because that's what's going to sell i'm not going to be with my, myself if i don't like i'm a music person but if i don't listen to rock i'm not going to go get a rock and i mean of course if the funds is right we may but still if it's going to really reflect me i'm not gonna be my best at it do those conversations kind of take place well okay look it's their opportunity but it may not actually fit you to actually sell this product or market this brand at sometimes too mm -hmm. Um, I think the biggest, obviously, there's there's levels to it as mm -hmm. far as where you're coming into the league at. And again, I'm just kind of speaking on the basketball side just because right. that's what I know. Football kind yep. of the game, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, starting off on the pro side, we we were who we were. We were, you know, uh, young agents in the game uh, trying to navigate through and, you know, kind of make make light of what, what what's what in this uh professional side so you know we knew probably going after division one guys at high levels probably wasn't our niche um and we've worked our way up to now kind of be in that niche on the pro side uh you know getting guys from power five conferences um and that's you know as of now that's kind of where we're at and where we're looking to stay but again you know there's different different agents and agencies will go about it a different way whether it's the right one, right way or wrong way, it's it's up to kind of you to kind of defer and decipher that. Um, I can honestly say, me and my partners over at One Motive Sports, we you know we again we've gotten to this point in this game because I think we are who we are. We're not trying to portray us as you know these big bad you know agents just you know <laughs> as we hope to be them as far as you know getting in the future and kind of staying and sticking in the NBA, but. I really I think these kids understand and can see, you know, some of the nonsense that goes on. And I think the ones that really want to work and, you know, how can they get better? And they take criticism on because, I mean, if we sign you, we we believe in you. We're looking mm -hmm. to get the best out of you. Our time is our money. Mm -hmm. you know? so, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So if we're spending our time in you like we want the best out of you and you can, you know, the kid is going to reject that and say hey i already know what i'm doing mm. i don't need you i got you know my guy over here that i've been with like dude that's fine and we might not be the right fit um, and that goes back to you know us having truthful conversations with you know both the kid and the parent um and if it's the right fit on both sides i don't think there's anybody obviously yeah. better than us in the game to represent them oh that's definitely good um just the, this the grind to get to this part man how long have you been i guess say as, indiv as an individual but also with your uh, your groups, how long have you guys been at this? Because I mean, as we know, right? People see the quick. Oh, I'm here. I'm available. I'm I'm, I'm making money. I'm I'm productive. But it don't start. It don't start that way. Everybody got a starting point somewhere. But what about you? Give me a little bit of time frame overall. How long have you been in it? Man, so I I guess we can go back a little bit. But uh, so I went to Cal State Northridge. Shout out Matadors uh, out in the Big West. Um, I my fifth year of school. I came on as a team manager for Reggie Theus, who got that job okay. in year one. I uh, learned a lot about the college game and kind of probably 
at why I'm kind of here where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, year two graduated and they kind of brought me back on as a, a, a still head kind of team manager, but I was more of a role in doing some video coordinator stuff, some mm-hmm. scouting um, on the side. And then after that, I came back to, to San Francisco and got my master's over at USS Sport Management. Shout out, Dons. Yeah. Um, did that for two years. But at the same time, as I was doing that, I was working full time at Half and Big Golf Links. I uh, was coaching um, over at Kenyatta Junior College. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I know the JUCO route well. Yeah. I was doing camps. I did a Warriors camp, did a, uh, a stint with the, with the Giants. Um, as far as uh, just some, just kind of feeling everything out. Yeah, put yourself in the place, man. I was telling somebody the other day, though, if you're if you're not physically there, you may miss out on something. So you're exactly. there at all those events, even though it's probably long day, sacrificing. Yeah. Got to be there, right? <laughs> Got to be there. Um, so I, I was done with after I kind of figured out coaching probably wasn't the route I wanted to go through. Yeah. It was, you know, I have tip my cap to all the coaches out there <laughs> at the grind and grind and grind. It's a different kind of grind, but yeah. respect it. Um, 2018, I, I kind of said, you know, let's just give this agent thing a try because I want to stay within the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went overseas for six weeks, uh, traveling from country to country, visiting dudes that I've coached or know in the game and just kind of picking it up and getting some learning some real hands on experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came, took my license exam for FIBA in Switzerland. My last stop came back and then 2018 summer was there and I, you know, had my first recruiting class and I was in Vegas for these international showcases. And mm-hmm. there I met my, you know, partner over at OMS, uh, Drew Kelso. And, you know, in 2022, February, we, uh, you know, decided to kind of join forces and, you know, the rest is history on that, on the pro side. That's what's up, man. Um, congrats to you. I know that, that's just tough, tough work. Again, starting from the bottom, not not too much help your own, but also um, it's intentional because I mean you can tell the hunger is there, but also it's it's genuine because it's hard to find good people in, in these businesses. I know they say that all the time. Everybody says it's cliche sometimes too, but um, I hope everybody does find somebody who's fit for them to be successful. But it takes somebody who's willing to do that, right? So especially if you know the road, you've traveled that road, but from a different perspective. Um, yeah, so that's right. definitely that's that's definitely dope. Um, well, I mean, it's just a busy. You already been busy, all right? This spring you've been moving around. Um, this summer, man, where what you got? What are you gonna be at around this summer? Working, you know, you're gonna be on the move a lot, or is it more so like uh, you at home now? You making calls, or what's kind of what's what's your schedule look like a little bit over this this summer NBA draft, college thing going on? Yeah, I mean, we're I think we're right outside the NBA draft. Uh, the guys that we have, mm-hmm. um, we're very realistic on you know where we're at in the in the you know the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, we've got uh, seven rookies that we brought in on the pro side that's um, just grinding away out in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Shout out to the to the boys out there just putting in cool. work. Um, they're coming in and out of pre-draft workouts. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, we'll see where those chips fall come draft night. Um, some of them might get a call for a two-way on draft night. Some might have to battle it out in summer league. But mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, that's kind of where where things are. You know, guys are coming in out of workouts. Teams are getting a feel for, you know, their first round draft picks. If you know, we might not be able to get this guy in the first round, but we worked him out. Maybe let's get him in summer league. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? And you know, from there, rosters are kind of made up after the draft for summer league. And that's kind of where we're shooting for right now. Uh, like I said, we're realistic with our guys, and we know that they are currently just getting better every single day and they're battling for that, you know, two way E10 spot. 
That's what's um, right. And then also, obviously, on the overseas side, you know, you're hitting up overseas coaches and mm-hmm. you know, some have a different time. Some are still playing right now and some yep. are taking some time off and, you know, don't want to even see a basketball player until July. <laughs> yeah. um, so just kind of, you know, getting those overseas guys situated as we enter into, you know, the NBA stuff and summer league. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the NIL side, it's kind of just, you know, you're you're having conversations with your dudes as far as college-wise. They're all getting to their their spots uh, as far as the university goes for summer workouts um, and just kind of forming a plan as far as how do we want to approach the NIL stuff and having some NIL collective talks, you know, with those universities, making everything is, you know, situated because, you know, you've heard some horror stories about mm-hmm. kids promise certain things and them not owing up to the money that they've said they've given these kids and you just want to make sure they're they're you know you do right by them um so that's kind of yeah long-winded but no you're good yeah a lot going on right now this time of year and you know it's a lot of uh getting things out the way before the season starts you know for college and on the pro side yeah so are you actually do you visit uh summer league uh, games as well or like the camp i know because i know vegas for sure outside of some people don't know while something's going on there's overseas other camps going on in the same city just off to the side somewhere so are you are you in that location too or what man jt i know that too well all right oh. <laughs> me, and my, me and my partner over uh at one motor sports like i said we were that's how we met at these international showcases yeah so we like we had guys playing in different international showcases we were bouncing gym to gym mm-hmm. you know and last year was our first year that we were like just just doing summer league nba summer league and we were kind of talking last year just being like this is crazy like we were <laughs> we were we we were doing international stuff bouncing from gym to gym and mm-hmm. now you know we're we're here in summer league where we dreamed of being yeah man and now this year coming around and we had with three guys in summer league last year and now mm-hmm. you know hopefully everything kind of shakes out how it's supposed to we're expecting you know up to you know up to possibly six seven guys you know what I mean? man. So yeah. we're, we're growing and growing and yeah. i think we're doing it the right way and i think people are seeing it and understanding it and you know so we'll be there from i 10 days in Vegas last year was was a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I took the boys for five, seven days for our AAU week that week. And they had something going on, but it was six days with 12 teenage boys. Man, I <laughs> it was crazy, imagine. man. It was, they were good, but it was crazy, man. We was in the yeah. band everywhere, but it was definitely dope. So, yeah, I've definitely got to tap in. I'm definitely trying to get back out there again, get some coverage, though, on this side now, though. I want to watch some games, connect with some people myself. But I know I figure you guys be in the gym yourself working, man. So, yeah, no, it's, dope, man. it's a great – I mean, if you're if you're in the business, Summer League yeah. is a great place to be. You can network. You know, yeah. obviously, NBA guys are working, you know, mm-hmm. doing their thing. Um, but it's, it's cool kind of being on that side now and – Kind of seeing some behind the things, behind the scenes, just how you know things really go down. Um, the conversations that are really had, mm-hmm. these, uh, GMs and coaches, you know, players. It's, it's you know, again, we agree yeah. to be here and we're we're here, but yeah, we're, we're gonna stay here. Work to be done. That's what's up for sure. So, uh, where, where can everybody find you? I mean, information out, man. Give us the information for everybody to, to, to pick up, man, or, or, or link up or something they can follow, whatever. Yeah. Um, so right. Yeah. You can go to right now. Everything's kind of run through the IG. Uh, anywhere athlete is where you can find everything. And there's a link in the bio there. There's a little box, to, you know, that says let's chat. Um, you know, I might not. I'm, you know, pretty, pretty hectic right now, but uh, everything runs off the phone. And I'm, you know, I'm a 
email, uh, email, text, call away. Uh, but yeah, you can go through the IG and again, the, the website link is right there in the bio and, you know, just hit me up. Always down the talk, man. That's what's up. Definitely. And I'll make sure I always repost post it, tag them, everything like that. So just like at the end of every show though, man, I got to ask you, man, your triple threat, right? Basketball, drill, pass, shoot. But in your profession, your business right now. So if anybody's like wondering, okay, man, how can I, what is this guy's philosophy? What is the philosophies or how they roll, man? Give me three things that you kind of, as your business, uh, the CEO, what uh, your founder, what do you stand on? What do you guys stand on that? What we know? Because, I mean, I'm sure others are going to see this video. They're going to watch into it. They're especially being able to be as reachable as you are right now. This might be the best time they got to get on now before it get too, too out of hand, which is a good thing, right? So yeah, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, for sure. We want that. We, we're speaking that to existence right now, man. We're speaking that to existence. Um, give me your triple threat, man. Three things right now. Man, three, three, three things. Uh, I'd say first is, I mean, if you're looking to get into this side in this business, um, I had a professor at you know USF tell me like, Clay, there's no right or wrong way to you know get into it. Mm -hmm. You just have to do it, uh, pull the trigger, and you know just kind of figure it out as you go. There's no blueprint to, there's no book to go ahead and, you know, give you, you know, that information that you're looking for. You just have to kind of go out there and, you know, make stuff happen. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one, two, um, be able to take criticism, um, accept it, understand, you know, some people might be, it might be more of a hate and comment, but if it is like, just, you know, feel your fire and this is really what you're passionate about who cares? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just go after it and, uh, you know, continue to get better and grow. Uh, and the last, last piece of advice, um, man, uh, I think truthfulness, honesty within the business. Um, I, I don't, I think it's few and far between in some of this, in some of the conversations that you have as you get, you know, up the ladder. Mm -hmm. I think it goes a long way. And I think in the long run, it will, you know, it'll pay off uh, because a lot of times, you know, we've, we've had conversations with kids coming out and we may not have signed them right off the bat, but maybe a year or two later, they, you know, come back and, you know, they're messing with us. So, mm -hmm. and they remember the conversation that we had and, you know, it was very truthful and um, everything we said kind of turned out to be just that. So, you know, that's what's up. Those are my my three pieces. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you, Clay. Um, again, you guys follow on uh on IG New Era Athletic Athlete. I'll post it. I'll I'll tag them. Everything you guys tap in, ask questions. You you, you pros that are pros. You you students that are going to be athlete, uh, college athletes that have inquiries. Just uh, communicate, man. You never know. Uh, good information is better than none. Inf no information. So um, Clay has a lot of information out there for you guys and your parents. Probably you gotta have those conversations with your parents too see what's next but also he'll be on the lookout i know he's watching he's around he's looking so don't ever think nobody's not watching because always, watch, <laughs> always watching got to yeah putting in work man he's gonna be watching man i appreciate you taking time out your day man back to work for us both man definitely tap in with you uh hopefully see you sooner or later and definitely like i said vegas man i'm gonna try to do my best man i'm gonna get out there man and, and link up or something man i definitely want to be in the atmosphere man like i said i gotta put myself in the place this all summer that's what i'm doing man that's, that's my that's my motto this summer. That's my lingo. That's what I'm going to do. I want to be in the space so I can help grow this platform as well. But also, I love the game still, man. So I, I love I love the basketball. So. Hey, let's keep, hey, keep the main thing the main thing, man. That's it. Yes, and sir. Basketball, man. Handle your stuff on the court. Everything off the court will take care of itself. But, Coach, yes, I appreciate you having me on I here. appreciate you, man. Uh, with Definitely. the platform and you know anything I can do to help, just holler. Yeah, man, for sure. I got We got the connection, so we got the contact, so we're good, man. I appreciate you. No doubt. All right, man, have a good one. You too. Peace. Later.